Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of the Johnson City Living Podcast. My name is Leighton Hart, and this is where we talk about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City, Tennessee a lovely place to live. Today, we're talking with one of the people who makes Johnson City a lovely place to live. We're talking with my friend, Drew Bedard. Drew is the Vice President of Marketing and Communications for Bristol Motor Speedway. And in our interview today, we talk about how Drew and his family decided to settle in Johnson City and make their living here, and a little bit about Drew's role promoting big events that bring lots of people to our region. So stay tuned. I think you're going to enjoy this talk with my friend, Drew Bedard. Well, Drew Bedard, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast. Thanks, Leighton. Good to be here, man. Love your show. Thank you. (laughs) It's one of the most popular shows about living in Johnson City hosted by me. Yes, it is. We're like at the top of the category. Absolutely. Top three, at least. Yeah. Hey, um, why don't you just walk everybody through who you are, what you do during the daytime, and and a little about uh, your background. Yes. uh, I'm Drew Bedard. I live here in Johnson City. I work at Bristol Motor Speedway, a proud member of the Bristol team. I'm the vice president of marketing and communications over there, so I'm in charge of, uh, of the team that executes all uh, media, advertising, marketing, event marketing, email, um, uh, over the communications team, but there's a, there's a great team on that side as well. So PR and communications, press releases, um, media events, um, kind of our outreach to the community. So uh, yes, I've been there for, um, I'm, I'm going into my 10th year. So I've been there nine years, going into my 10th year at Bristol Motor Speedway. Uh, came from an agency background before that. I worked in Charlotte, North Carolina for a small small sports marketing agency. And that's how I kind of got here is because the night race at Bristol Motor Speedway used to be called the Sharpie 500. Yeah. And Sharpie was one of our clients in Charlotte. Um, and actually, I used to work for Sharpie directly. So I used to work for Newell Rubbermaid uh, back in the early 2000s after I graduated college. And then so that's my stepping stone. I went from working for Newell Rubbermaid and the Sharpie brand directly for a year then went to the agency side and helped the Sharpie brand execute their mobile marketing campaigns and the NASCAR program. And then uh, a, a position opened up here um, in 2010, 2011 with Bristol Motor Speedway. And my wife, Jessica, is from East Tennessee. She's from Knoxville, uh, went to UT. And we had always said, boy, this would be a perfect place to land, um, obviously, to keep me kind of in the sports marketing world. Um, and get back to East Tennessee. So that's how I got to Bristol Motor Speedway. Um, and of course, we live here in Johnson City. Love it. We've got three three kids. Um, and so, uh, yeah, very, uh, very blessed to live here. We love living in East Tennessee. And, uh, and Bristol Motor Speedway is an exciting place. Of course, over the last 10 years, we've done some crazy things like football games and Kenny Chesney concerts and We've got crazy things coming up this year, um, you know, with, of course, our NASCAR, our pillar NASCAR races and HRA races. Um, we've got farm expos and vintage market day shows, and we're working on more rock concerts, and we've got an Alabama concert coming later this year. Um, so the the uh, the future's bright at Bristol Motor Speedway, and, and again, uh, living here in East Tennessee is a joy. So, so yeah. it seems like, yeah, talking about the stuff that's going on on the track, it seems like you know, the thought would be, you know, that the track is, is busy for two weekends a year, right? For the, for the big events. But it seems like every time I'm 
look on social media or see what y'all have going on. It seems like there's, it feels like at least there's something going on about every weekend out there. There, there is. And actually, yeah, a common misconception and totally understandable because people look at sports marketing facilities. I mean, or excuse me, sports facilities. You see more of the football stadiums taking this model these days, um, that, you see them active all the time. They've constantly got a concert or a game, and then you look at the arenas around the country, they're always busy. We're kind of the same way. I mean, there is something going on 300 to 310 days a year out of the year at Bristol Motor Speedway. And if you look at our calendar, so take Speedway and Lights that just wrapped up. So our six to seven week Christmas lights spectacular. Um that finishes up. We roll right into April planning for our NASCAR race weekend. Then we go April, NASCAR. May, we have a short track, huge national short track. We have people from Canada all over the world come to the short track event in May. Then June, we have the NHRA Thunder Valley Nationals, which is an, a national NHRA event, um, which we get, you know, 50 to 100,000 people a year to come to that. Then you get, um, you go into July, we have a big regional local monster truck show. Then August, we're now going to have the Alabama concert. Our August night race has now moved to September into the NASCAR playoffs. So September is now the NASCAR playoffs. Then you have October, November, we, and then November, we're rolling right back into Speedway and Lights. Yeah. But the other thing is that people don't know is that we're constantly doing something on property. There is a piece of the property from our meeting rooms, our banquet rooms, so the main Bruton Smith building, the dragway, parking lots for autocross. I mean, and then our new, our south building, which used to be peerless woodworking for years for, for the people that live in this region, they'd know that. We took over that building a few years ago, and now we've turned that into an event space that hosts, you know, probably 20 to 30 events a year that are large scale. Like we just had a farm expo that the Johnson City Press and Kingsport Times News was leading. And that was a three day event where we had, you know, um, vendors from all over the region. So there's constantly something going on. And that then that, how that trickles down to the marketing and communications department, we're usually the promoter for all those things. Yeah. So sometimes, yes, it's a facility rental and people will come in and use the facility, rent it and be the promoter. But most of the time we're the promoter of the events. And then you look at something like Speedway and Lights, that's our owned event. I mean, we promote we put it up we take it down we promote it the whole thing so and of course a lot of that money or that money the proceeds go to speedway children's charities our bristol chapter so there's constantly something going on let, let me ask you this as if someone is either new to the area or has not been on the grounds there at speedway and light or, or at the track other than maybe speedway and lights or something like that is there a way that somebody can drive up to the track and have an experience there um I mean, I know you'll have a sign outside that's just an awesome kind of take a selfie, uh, you know. With yeah, the, with the, the sign it's out. Bristol baby sign, yeah, which yeah. is a, such a cool sign. Yeah. Um, but what is, what is there for somebody who's just kind of passing through town or or, or pulls off the interstate to see? I'm going to go check that track out. That's a great question. We have tours every day from 9 to 5. It's really inexpensive. It's like $8 for adults and I think free or $5 for kids. And then we have military pricing. So we've got tours and it's a really good tour. Yeah. Like you get to go take a run down the dragway and one of our, you know, we, we take you on a van. We take you up to suite level at the speedway. We take you for hot laps around the speedway. So there's a tour you can go take nine to five, um, five days a week. 
that you can go check out. And then a, another common thing that people don't really know about, but you can come by any time, is that um, our gate six most of the time, which is right near our Bruton Smith building on the backstretch, is that people are able to walk in and take pictures of the Speedway any day, oh, cool. anytime. So you can come by and you can take pictures. That's kind of that wow moment for people is like, oh, can I go in? They're like, oh, cool. And then you walk into this expansive stadium and you know that's really the you know the eye-opening moment for people so yeah whether you're coming off the highway or you live right here in town and you want to just stop on by or a lot of times i mean like you and i being friends or a lot of the friends in the community you know a lot of friends will call me up hey i got a relative in town can i just swing on by absolutely oh cool because there's either a tour or I can take you on a tour. Or if you just want to come by and see the track, you can just come park, walk right in and check it out. So, um, and then of course, you know, we, again, we're, we're able to take more personal tours if you want to see rental spaces and different things like that. So yeah, man, there's, that's awesome. Yeah. There, there it's accessible for yeah. sure. And, and the, the track, everything you all have going on there is, it's a huge economic engine for the region Yes, and and not just for the Bristol, Bluntville area, kind of where y'all are uh, are situated, but it bleeds over into Johnson City, Kingsport, Bristol. Uh, you know, it, it spreads out in terms of people staying in hotels, eating at restaurants, Absolutely. shopping locally while they're here. Yes. Uh, which is fantastic. Yes, the economic impact is huge, and we really consider ourselves a community asset. You know, we're not just, yes, we're Bristol Motor Speedway, but we are all living in different parts of the community, serving on boards, serving on charities, um, you know, anything that we can do to be involved in the community is is a a business pillar for us to be a positive member of this community. And whether it's Bristol Kingsport, Johnson City, Abingdon, go all the way to Greenville or Morristown, um, all the way down to Knoxville. I mean, the Tri-Cities in Knoxville are our number one and number two ticket market. Yeah. So our biggest customer base is, yes, we have a huge contingent that comes from outside the area for our NASCAR races. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yes. It's a, it's a big economic driver. It's a big charity driver as well. Speedway Children's Charities, a lot of people don't know this, but gives back between 800000 and a million dollars. So we're like another United Way just in this area, and we give money out to somewhere between 80 and 100 different children's organizations in this area. So the money is being spread out into the community. You know, this year our Jeff Bird grant went to the Isaiah House, which is a wonderful, yeah. wonderful organization. But that's a thing that people don't know all the time is that this money is not just staying in Bristol when it comes to Speedway Children's Charities. It gets spread out all over the Tri-Cities and the Appalachian Highlands um, into Southwest Virginia. 80 county or 80 towns, or I'm sorry, I think it's counties, no, 18, excuse me, 18 counties that the money gets spread out to. So it's really, it's a high impact business, not only from a revenue and tax dollars for this community and this this region, but from a charitable aspect as well. It's fantastic. So good that y'all do that. Yeah, man. Hey, let's rewind a little bit. You said you've been here about 10 years. So yeah. that puts you in your early 30s when you decide that you want to yes. uh, relocate here. So you're in Charlotte, which is and has been for some time, just a, a really nice place for young professional to live. Yes. You mentioned that your wife's family is from East Tennessee, but but what is it that, that pushed you over the um, over the hump in terms of making the move from a larger market yep. with a lot going on uh, to Johnson, to put down your roots? Your home is in Johnson City. Yep. You work in Bristol. Um, what was it that kind of really sold you on coming up here? 
Well, there's a few different factors. It's a good question. Um, because, yeah, living in Charlotte, my wife was really enjoying it. She had a great job in Charlotte, too. Um, our, our son at the time, our oldest son, was uh, he was about four months old when we were starting to make the decision. We moved when he was six months old. Um, and really, yeah, it was, it was a decision with a lot of trepidation of saying, okay, we're going from this major market that's up and coming, um, and, and young and young professional, a lot of culture, a lot of things going on to the Tri-Cities. And we said, well, is that something we really want to do? And then we came up here and visited Johnson City and we fell in love with it, not only from just a, a wonderful community and place to live, um, great churches, great people, just the warmth of the area, which I always experience kind of traveling up here and coming to Bristol Motor Speedway as a worker Mm -hmm. or as an agency person. I always loved coming up here because it felt like you were family when you walk through the door. Um, But then, yeah, Jessica and I, we just made the decision. We just said, yeah, let's give this a shot um, because, you know, obviously, yeah, the, the area was so charming. And now that we've been here for 10 years, we have absolutely loved it. And, and again, our, you know, the community that we have around us from a church or living in Johnson city, but I feel just as welcome going into downtown Bristol to a meeting yeah. or going to Kingsport or going to Abingdon or, you know, just anywhere, um, around this community, but it, it is an amazing place to live. And I think a lot of people, you know, we've seen those studies recently of saying, you know, is the uh, population a little bit down the economy? I don't, I think that Johnson city is going to be a place on the rise. I think there's a lot of young people anywhere from, you know, 20 to 45 that are really investing their time and energy in this community. And you've got this great, um, older generation that has lived here and really set the foundation. But now I think a lot of people are investing in all these different communities. And I just think that I think we're going to see great days ahead. Um, and I'm, I'm so excited to kind of be here and living here and be part of it. And I know everybody at Bristol that lives. So let's talk about Johnson City for a minute. You kind of split it up. It's kind of 40% Johnson City, 40% Bristol, and then kind of 20% Kingsport. Um, So for the folks that live here, there's a lot of us that live here in Johnson City, and and everybody's super invested in what's going on in town. And again, from serving on boards um, to being a part of the events here in downtown or anything that's going on with ETSU, um, everybody wants to support what's going on. So I think our, our days are bright that are coming. And, uh, I know it's, it's a lot of fun to be here right now. Yeah, I totally agree. I do think Johnson city is, is a city that has had some great days and it has a, a very lovely past. Um, but as, as good as it has been in the past, I really do think it's best days are still to come. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's just going to get better and better. Yep. Also, what's interesting to me is you have uh, second generation, second, and third generation, you know, local, um, business owners here who, you know, are, not just milking what they have for everything it's worth. No. They're putting money back into the community. Yeah, like Grant Summers, who's like getting his hands dirty, remaking the model mill. It's yeah. like, you know, there's, there's yes, and you take Greg Cox or you take, um, you know, the folks that started Yeehaw and started Old Smokey that are investing in this area. And yeah. that's just great to see. Yeah, yeah. And it spreads out. I mean, it's because those guys have done those things. It, it's it's raising the, um, the tide and all the boats are going to rise, I think. Yep. Um, well, that's great. What do you do when you're not uh, marketing the Speedway? Um, 
Yes. Well, you and I like to work on podcasts, which like well, like we're doing right now. So I've got the Marketing That Works podcast with Drew Bedard. I mean, my my passion is marketing. I'm a I'm a I'm a nerd for it. That's what I you know. A lot of people read fiction in their off time. I read business books. So uh, love to podcast. Love to talk about marketing. That's my passion. And then obviously family, uh, my wife and the three kids. They keep us quite busy. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, that's what I'm doing with my spare time. Maybe play golf with you and uh, Dr. Pumphrey from yep. time to time. But uh, that's uh, that's life. And it kind of, you know, it starts over. It's a little bit for all of us parents with young kids. It's kind of Groundhog Day most days. But it's, it's been such a, a joy to live here and to be a part. You know, we go, both of us go to Redeemer Community Church and um, just awesome place. But also we started Grace Fellowship, loved it there. Um, the churches in this area, just fantastic. But, um, yeah, we, uh, with the three young kids, they're keeping us busy. And other than working at the speedway, which is a lot of hours and a lot of dedication, which I love otherwise, you know, doing podcasts and, and, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's what I love to do. That's perfect. So I usually close with this question. What, uh, describe for me your perfect day in Johnson city. That's a great question. Um, well, you know, aside from going to work, because I really do enjoy my work because we have a lot of, you know, working on the ground floor and, and working at Bristol Motor Speedway, it's such a fun place. It's kind of like working in the toy department because we get to do sports, sports, excuse me, sports and entertainment. So we get to, we've gotten to put on football games and we're, you know, we want to do big things in the future. So that's, that's a great part of the day. But if you're talking about a weekend day, it's getting up, probably making breakfast for the kids and, um, us laying around reading a book, um, and then, you know, getting out, whether it's, you know, down to King Commons or Founders Park or Tannery Knobs, um, something like that. Usually hanging out with you guys, you know, whether it's watching a game, um, going down to Wild Wing or going to, you know, someplace in town, um, getting together with the church community, I think is always fun. Go to Atlantic Ale or something. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I, I would say that that take all that together, put it together and, and that's a great day. And yeah, so. sounds great. Hey, yeah, I know man. you've got another point where we got to get you out the door. So no. Drew, thanks for being on the Johnson city living podcast. You got it.